as all that is here to this great city of Baltimore. Ladies and gentlemen, from Baltimore, Maryland. Wrestling fans, and welcome to this edition of the Rama Podcast. Uh, this episode, we're going to be going back to the summer of 1993, August of 1993 to be exact, 27 years ago this month, hard to believe. Uh, 27 years ago this month, I spent a week down in the Smoky Mountains uh, for Smoky Mountain Wrestling, of course, ran by Jim Cornette. Uh, legendary names like uh, the Rock and Roll Express, Kevin Sullivan, uh, Bob Armstrong, many, many more uh, were on the shows. We'll get into that in a moment. Uh, before we get into the episode, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Rama. Uh, before we get into the Smoky Mountain uh, Fan Week want to kind of take us back to that time frame. August 1993, some of the top movies, uh, top songs during that time. The number one movie during Smoky Mountain Fan Week 1993 was The Fugitive, starring Harrison Ford. And the number one song during Smoky Mountain Fan Week 1993, the number one song in the country was Can't Help Falling in Love by UB40. Uh, So Smoky Mountain Wrestling Fan Week 1993. Uh, That was a great, great summer. Uh, Really, 1993 is an underrated year for pro wrestling in general. All Japan uh, pro wrestling was on fire. They had guys like Steve Williams, uh, Kabashi coming into his own. Kawada, Mitsuhiro Masawa, um, some phenomenal, phenomenal matches back then. Um, ECW was just really starting to kick off. Um, actually, the next podcast we'll be doing, uh, we'll be going back to September of 93 uh, for an ECW event that I attended up at the uh, ECW arena. They were still Eastern Championship Wrestling at the time. They weren't yet extreme. We were about a year away from them becoming extreme. So WWF uh, was sucking around this time. WCW was sucking around this time. But wrestling overall was doing very well. Um, Smoky Mountain Wrestling had a great week. Um, Like I said, All Japan was on fire. Uh, ECW was really just starting to become on its own, uh, making a name for itself. So let's get into Smoky Mountain Wrestling uh, Fan Week 1993. I took a Greyhound bus down to Morristown uh, from Baltimore. It took, uh, the bus had a few stops. 
It took probably 10 hours to get down there. Um, oddly enough, the person I was sitting next to was going to Fort Hood, Texas. And I'll never forget this. Uh, they were going to Fort Hood, Texas, and just a few weeks prior to our bus trip, prior to the, my trip down to Smoky, the NWA had uh, ran a TV taping uh, down in Fort Hood, Texas. The, they were trying to bring the NWA back. Jim Crockett was trying to start a promotion. He actually had Paulie dangerously as his booker. Um, they, they didn't do much. After I'm not even sure if, if those tapings are on YouTube. You might be able to find them. Um, but it was odd that I'm sitting next to somebody going to Fort Hood, Texas, and I uh, talked their ear off about the wrestling show for about a half hour of that 10-hour bus ride. So when I get down to Morristown, Tennessee, I'm picked up uh, at the Greyhound station by Brian Hildebrand. Great, great guy. He was really Mr. Everything uh, for Smoky Mountain. I mean, Jim Cornette ran the show. But when you were calling um, their phone number on the TV, when you were mailing stuff to them, it was Brian Hildebrand that was handling pretty much everything. He, of course, was the, the referee. Uh, for Smoky Mountain Wrestling. So Brian Hildebrand picked me up from the Greyhound. We go to the hotel. Uh, then about an hour later, me and I'd say, I don't know, maybe two dozen fans? Maybe about 20 to 24 fans from all across the country. Um, there were guys from Philadelphia. Uh, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer was there. There were fans from Los Angeles. Uh, actually, the two guys who ran, I believe it's called Incredibly Strange Wrestling, it was called back then. They did some outrageous, outrageous gimmicks and matches. Um, and these were actually the guys who filmed the uh, Jim Cornette Dairy Queen incident. If you've ever seen that on YouTube, the guy that filmed that is one of the guys from Los Angeles who uh, attended Fan Week. And funny side story... Uh, one of the guys from L.A., uh, I, I'll try to remember their names, but he brought his girlfriend uh, the following year, 1994 Fan Week, and uh, she eventually became Mrs. Jim Cornette. That's who Cornette's married to now. Odd how that all worked out. Uh, but anyway, we all gathered up in a, a few vans, and we went to a legit little red brick schoolhouse in Morristown, Tennessee. Uh, this was Smoky Mountain hot August night in Motown, Morristown, Tennessee. Uh, this was August 13th, 1993. The schoolhouse was packed. There was no ventilation. It was hot mid-August. Um, I'd say four to 500 people were in that building. And if you think of an old southern schoolhouse, this is what we were in. Uh, the show saw Smoky Mountain Wrestling TV champion, the Dirty White Boy, defeat Bobby Blaze. Uh, the Mongolian Stomper beat Kevin Sullivan in a Mongolian deathmatch. This match was crazy. Uh, not bloody or anything like that, but these guys legit fought around the entire schoolhouse. They fought outside one door, down the building, and came in came back into the building through another door. Outstanding uh, brawl between these two guys. 
Uh, the next match saw Tim Horner defeat Chris Candido in a baby bottle match. The loser had a drink from a baby bottle. And Chris Candido was a great, great chicken shit heel. Uh, so he really put the baby bottle uh, gimmick over. Smoky Mountain Tag Champs, the, the Harris Twins, defeated the Rock and Roll Express in a no-DQ match. Tracy Smothers beat Smoky Mountain Champion Brian Lee by disqualification. Bob, Scott, and Steve Armstrong beat Tom Pritchard, Jimmy Delray, the Heavenly Bodies, and Jim Cornette by disqualification. I tell you what, Bob Armstrong is a legend down south. Whether it's uh, Southeast Championship Wrestling, Continental Championship Wrestling, both of which, I mean, it's the same thing, different names. I love Continental Wrestling. Uh, if he's in Georgia, even back in 93, uh, Bob was up there in years, um, but he still had the people eating out of the palm of his hand. When uh, Bad to the Bone came on and this grandfather came out, the, the people went crazy. It was unbelievable. Uh, so the next night, August 14th, we saw Smoky Mountain Fire on the Mountain in Johnson, Tennessee, Johnson City, Tennessee. Um, this was a uh, an interesting show. They had a bunch of the guys wrestle earlier, and then they would come back in the main event. And that's really the way a lot of the southern territories were. They never had a, a huge roster. So you may see a guy wrestle in a singles match early in the show and then come back for like a six-man tag in the main event. Um, whether it's Smokey, Memphis did it a lot, Continental did it a lot, um, and the fans were cool with it. So August 14th, 1993, Smokey Mountain Fire on the Mountain in Johnson City. Uh, Jimmy Del Rey defeated Steve Armstrong, Smokey Mountain TV champ Dirty White Boy, uh, and the Mongolian Stomper went to a double disqualification. The Big Boss Man, WWF's Big Boss Man, uh, pinned Kevin Sullivan. And, of course, they played up the Big Boss Man and Jim Cornette's uh, previous relationship when Big Boss Man was Big Bubba, Jim Cornette's bodyguard. The TV, uh, I believe a week or so leading up to this week, um, they, they talked about that a lot. Chris Candido defeated Tim Horner by DQ in a baby bottle match. Uh, Smoky Mountain champion Brian Lee defeated Tracy Smothers in a coal miner's glove match. And that's another thing uh, a lot of Southern Territories did is a lot of gimmick matches. Because, again, they had a smaller crew and these guys would be in the same towns every week or every other week. So they would, you would see sometimes a lot of disqualifications or a lot of, um, you know, double double countouts, and they would bring the match back the following week in a gimmick match. Um, so you'll see a lot of uh, gimmick matches, whether it's in Smoky Memphis, Continental, etc. Uh, the main event saw the Rock and Roll Express and the Armstrong Army of Bob Armstrong, Steve Armstrong, and Scott Armstrong. Defeat the Heavenly Bodies, which are Jimmy Del Rey and Tom Pritchard, along with Jim Cornette, and the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions, Ron and Don Harris. Uh, the next show uh, was August the 16th, so we had a show August 14th, then a show August 16th. 
August 15th was a really cool day because we that's when we did the Jim Cornette shoot interview. Um, the guy just talked for probably four hours. He answered anything and everything, told some phenomenal stories. I know the, the video cassette's got to be out there somewhere. It's probably converted to DVD if you get your hands on it. Um, and this also was a week after... This was a week after the Monday Night Raw when he debuted um, as Yokozuna's manager leading up to SummerSlam, Yokozuna versus Lex Luger. So, of course, we had a lot of questions about that. That was a big secret back then, Cornette going to uh, WWF. Um, So the 15th, we we did the Jim Cornette shoot interview. We also did some off-the-wall promos with the guys. it was just kind of a day hanging with the guys. I know the Rock and Roll Express did some crazy promos. Kevin Sullivan, uh, Tom Pritchard was there, Jimmy Del Rey, Chris Candido, and Sonny, or Tammy uh, Tammy Sitch. Um, who, oh, who else took took part? Uh, Tracy Smothers was there, I remember. Uh, but it was a fun day. Just hang out with the guys, shooting the shit. Uh, they did some crazy promos and the Cornet um, shoot interview. Uh, then August 16th was a TV taping. Uh, the They did a dark match to open up the show. Uh, Bob Scott and Steve Armstrong defeated Tom Pritchard, Jimmy Del Rey, and Jim Cornette. And then we saw Tim Horner defeat Chris Candido. So I'll go in order uh, for the TV taping, but these tapings would actually be for you know, a week or so after fan week. So these matches really don't have anything to do with um, going into the next few days. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express defeated Robbie Eagle and the Dark Secret. Smoky Mountain Tag, cha- excuse me, TV Champion Dirty White Boy, which they actually called the Beat the Champ TV Champ. Um, the gimmick with that is you had five weeks. They said, like, you won a $1,000 each um, each time you defended the title. And they would draw a random name out of the hat. Once you, uh, if you made it for the full five weeks, you would give it up. And then uh, they would draw two random names and those people would fight to become the new uh, Beat the Champ TV champ. Um, We also saw Chris Candido defeat Jason West and Steve Armstrong over Kevin Sullivan by disqualification. I remember I was sick as a dog at this show. Um... I wasn't of legal age yet, but I drank the day before, and I was still feeling it. Uh, The next TV taping, which would actually air, excuse me, the the same night, next week of TV, which would air September the 4th, Robbie Eagle and Jason West defeated uh, Smoky Mountain Tag Champs Ron and Don Harris by DQ. Um, The Harris boys just beat the shit out of them. Tim Horner defeated Mike Sampson, Smoky Mountain Champion Brian Lee defeated Bobby Blaze, Jimmy Del Rey defeated Ricky Morton to win the vacant Smoky Mountain TV title. So there you go. The previous week, uh, Dirty White Boy made his fifth, um, reta- uh, defended the title for the fifth time, so the following TV tape, and they drew two random names. And what you know, if there's two random names, was a Heavenly Body and a Rock and Roll Express member. Uh, so the next TV taping, which would air September the 11th, Steve and Scott Armstrong defeated Mike Sampson in The Dark Secret. Robbie Eagle defeated Chris Candido by DQ. 
Smoky Mountain TV champion Jimmy Del Rey defeated Jason West. And the Rock and Roll Express defeated Smoky Mountain Tag Champs Ron and Don Harris by DQ. Uh, then we went to September the 18th. So we didn't do a show the 17th. I can't remember what we did on the 17th, to be honest with you. Um, that may have just been a free a free day. But it was cool because we were all staying in the same hotel. Um, a few of the guys brought VCRs and some tapes. I remember watching, I believe it was Dream Slam, Japanese women's. Uh, it was a huge Japanese women's uh, show back then. We watched that. Um, and a few other, like an Onita FMW tapes we were watching. Uh, some All Japan stuff we were watching. So maybe that's what we did on the 17th, just watch tapes. Um, August 18th, this was a fun show. This was in Jefferson City, Tennessee. This was at the uh, town fair. Um, so not necessarily a huge state fair, but like a local town fair. Um, Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony uh, battled Scott Armstrong to a draw. Tim Horner defeated Brian Lee. I can't remember what happened in that one, but Brian Lee was the was the heavyweight champion, so I can't remember how that how that match ended up. The Rock and Roll Express took on the Heavenly Bodies uh, in a loser must bungee jump match. So the ring was set up. Uh, you know, think of a state fair. It's all set up outside. It's on the fairway. Um, you might have a, uh, a a food truck on one aisle of the walkway, and you'll have a merry-go-round on the other side of the walkway. So the wrestling ring was set up on one side of the walkway, and just across from the wrestling ring was a bungee jump place where people would pay to go up and bungee jump. So uh, somehow they got uh, the deal where uh, the loser of this match must bungee jump. And it was cool to see. Um, Jimmy Del Rey and Tom Pritchett really sold it like they were scared. Uh, they put on a good show. Uh, but they, they bungee jumped. Um, and the main event saw Robert Gibson win a battle royal. Um, also this night was the legendary WCW Clash of the Champions. Um, that took place in Daytona Beach, Florida. So not everybody went to the, to the town fair show. Some people stayed back at the hotel to watch the clash and they recorded it. So those of us who went to the town fair show, when we got back to the hotel, we got to watch clash of the champions. And that of course was the night that the shock master debuted. Um, so we watched that uh, we watched that Clash of Champions with Dave Meltzer, and it was interesting to see everybody's reaction when the Shockmaster came out. Uh, the main event of that show was Big Van Vader uh, defeating Davy Boy Smith. Uh, Cactus Jack came out. Uh, him and Vader had a brawl afterwards. So Smoky Mountain showed a town fair, go back to the hotel, then we watch Clash of the Champions. The next day, uh, Smoky Mountain was in Morgantown, West Virginia. Uh, but a few of us decided not to go to that show because 
WCW was coming to Kingsport, Tennessee. So uh, I was one of the ones that went to the WCW show. I'll give you the results of that in a moment. Uh, but first, let's go over the results of the WCW show in Morgantown. Morgantown, West Virginia. Uh, Dirty White Boy and Scott Armstrong went to a draw. Cowabunga the Wrestling Turtle defeated Jim Cornette. Cowabunga was actually uh, Brian Hildebrand, the referee. Uh, Tim Horner defeated Chris Candido in a baby bottle match. The Rock and Roll Express defeated Tom Pritchard and Jimmy Del Rey. And Cowabunga the Wrestling Turtle won a battle royal. So as I told you, a few of us went to the WCW show in Kingsport, Tennessee. Um, I went with the, I remember the guys from Los Angeles went, um, and I believe one or two others. But we didn't pay to get in the show. We were just walking around the building, and a side door was open. And this is this is a true story. Side door was open, so we decided to uh, we decided to go in, and the door led down. The steps went down, and uh, like a little hallway. And when we got through that hallway, we see Bill Dundee in his um, you know his penguin suit when he was with Steve Regal. Um, and we saw uh, Dick Slater wandering around. Um, they didn't say anything to us, so we just walked through. Uh, we didn't attempt to go in the dressing room or anything. We just uh, we asked somebody back there which way to the arena. They pointed us to a door, and we went out to the arena and up some stairs and found some seats uh, in the middle concourse. Um, it wasn't a lot of people in this building. It may have been four or 500 people. Um but we got up to the middle concourse, took some seats, and and watched the show. It was a decent show. Go over the results. Yoshi Kwan defeated Brad Armstrong. So think about it. While we're at Smoky Mountain watching Bob, uh, Scott, and Steve Armstrong take on Jim Cornette, Brad Armstrong is in WCW putting over Yoshi Kwan. Uh, we then saw Mark Starr defeat Dick Slater. NW, excuse me, WCW TV champion Ricky Steamboat fought Steve Regal to a 20-minute draw. Uh, that was a really good match for a house show. Uh, after the match, Steamboat um, threw Regal out of the ring and then attacked Sir William, uh, which was Bill Dundee. I remember he put on William's uh, little hat and stole his umbrella. Uh, and WCW Tag Team Champions Arn Anderson and Paul Roma. Christ, remember when Paul Roma was a horseman? Arn and Paul Roma defeated Shanghai Pierce and Tex Lazinger. Johnny B. Bad defeated Max Payne. Sting defeated uh, WCW Heavyweight Champion Big Van Vader in a non-title match. Um, I remember Harley Race took a, a pretty good bump off the apron. And before the match, Sting attacked, I think he gave Harley Race a body slam. Um, so Harley Race, even at his age, was bumping uh, for, a, for a crowd of about 500 people. The main event saw, and this was the first time ever match. I believe this is, what, this is the reason we went to this show. Um, first time ever, NWA World Champion Ric Flair defeated Sid Vicious by disqualification when Colonel Rob Parker... Um, who was already in the ring, attacked Ric Flair as Ric Flair had Sid Vicious pinned. 
Um, after the match, they uh, put a beat down on Flair until Arn Anderson and Paul Roma, members of the Four Horsemen, came to clear the ring. Um, so it was the first time ever Flair and Sid, and you know, not to get away from the Smoky Mountain, which is why we're doing this episode of the podcast. But if you remember. They were building at this time, so this was mid to late August. The plans for Starcade was Vader versus Sid. Um, so they were kind of grooming Sid to, you know, getting this main event push. Uh, but of course, that incident where Sid stabbed Arn Anderson um, changed it, and it became Flair against Vader, which was a, a much better match. Um, at Starcade. So, okay, that was August the 19th. We gave you the Smokey and the WCW results. The next day, which was the last day of our trip, uh, the, the big show they were building to all week, Smoky Mountain K-Town Showdown. It was probably 2,500 to 3,000 fans in the building. It was a lively show. Uh, Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony defeated, excuse me, Battle Bobby Blaze to a draw. Tim Horner beat Chris Candido by DQ, and a loser wears a diaper match. So you see, we started the week with a baby bottle match and ended it with a diaper match. Uh, Smoky Mountain champ Brian Lee defeated the Mongolian Stomper. The Big Boss Man defeated Kevin Sullivan in a Singapore Spike match. Uh, that was where they had a box on each uh, each corner of the ring, each ring post, and one of the boxes would contain the Singapore Spike. Uh, the Smoky Mountain Tag Champs, Ron and Don Harris, defeated the Rock and Roll Express. Steve Scott, uh, excuse me, Steve and Scott Armstrong. What is this now? Smoky Mountain Tag Champs. Okay, I read that wrong, guys. Sorry about that. So this was an elimination match. Uh, it was Smoky Mountain Tag Champs, the Harris Brothers, the Rock and Roll Express, Steven Scott Armstrong, and the Heavenly Bodies. Uh, the, the Harris Brothers won that elimination match. And the main event, really what they were building the whole week, the whole month, the whole year and a half at this point of Smoky Mountain's existence Bob Armstrong defeated Jim Cornette in a lumberjack with tennis rackets match. And also another part of this match was Bob Armstrong promised if he didn't beat Jim Cornette, he would refund uh, everybody's money that came to the show that night. Jim Cornette bled buckets, um, was taken out on a stretcher, did a, did a huge sell job. It was a great show. It was a great week. Uh, the memories will will stay with me forever. Um, Cornette's, um, you know, shoot interview. Um, got to see Flair and Sid Vicious during the week. Got to watch a bunch of great wrestling tapes with great fans all over the country. Um, and I was also told by the guys from Philadelphia about an ECW show coming to Philadelphia uh, in September. And we will actually do our next podcast. It'll probably be out next Saturday or next week um, on that ECW show back in September of 1993. I want to thank you for listening uh, to this episode 
Uh, give us your results. Excuse me. Give us your opinion and your thoughts, rather. Uh, you can email them to rasselrama at gmail.com. And as always, be sure to give us a like at facebook.com backslash rasselrama. And until next time, guys, take care and see ya.